We were putting in the crop of 23. I was living in the rock house and was very comfortable. When one day I came home and Alice was very sick. She kicked me out of bed very early the morning of May the 2nd to get the doctor or help. Before the doctor or help came, that help was my mother and Johann Whitehead. Gilbert was born with me there alone. For 30 minutes we waited for Dr. States. When he came, he approved of everything and went back home. Me and Mama were very proud people. We were getting along okay and were surely getting our family in good time. We were very proud of our four little kids. My mother sure did love these little kids, and they were of more comfort to her. If it had not been for me and Alice and our four little ones, she would have had a very sorrowful life living with my dad. The kids were loved very much by everyone. About this time, my mother had the misfortune of having a cancer on her nose, which caused her very much pain. Being so close to her nerve center, she could hardly stand the pain and the worry of having her face eaten off by the cancer. She went to a plastic doctor in Logan, a woman doctor. She put a plaster on her nose to kill the cancer. The plaster ate mother's nose off. Well, it seemed as if the whole world had fallen in on her. She always was a very good-looking lady, and to lose her nose was almost more than the poor woman could stand. Just the thoughts of it was too much. She stayed home all the time. She would not be seen in public. She was in this most pitiful condition until she died. But in about two years from the time she lost her nose, a most wonderful thing happened. It seemed as though me and Alice were sleeping in our bed on the ranch. The girl's bedroom was in such a way that one had to pass through our room to get to it. And this night I was awakened by heavy footsteps coming up the stairs. Very heavy and slow. I was very scared. I knew it was no ordinary imagination. I sat up in bed. There were large drops of sweat all over me and such a feeling I never before or since have had. I was really afraid. This personage went into the girl's room and a very loud voice spoke. Lucy, thy sins are forgiven. Thy wound shall be healed. I am Peter, sent of God. Then all was still. My heart almost stopped. No earthly being could have frightened me so much as that. I woke Alice up, who was sleeping peacefully, for some comfort. She had not heard anything. We lay and talked of it for some time, but I could not figure out the meaning of such an ordeal as that. I still had it in my mind. When I saw Mother the next time, I explained it to her, and to my surprise, she grabbed me around the neck and pulled me down on the bed, 
She hugged and kissed me countless times and tears were running down her face in streams. She told me she had prayed to God every night and morning for some two years to get relief of that cancer. She knew her prayers would be answered, but she was surprised to think I was the one by whom the message would be relayed, and the joy that she felt was as if a great load was lifted from her shoulders, and I might say that cancer was cured. Her nose was gone, but the growth of the cancer was stopped. That was a great testimony to me to think that she had faith like that. What a faith it must have been. Many mothers and sons live and have never had such an experience, for it was marvelous. That was and is one of the reasons why she and I were such friends. Today she is caring for my angel babies on the other side. In the fall of 23, I worked at the sugar factory and was doing very nicely financially and gaining a little all the time. Mom, or my mother and dad, were living on the ranch and, as usual, were having their ups and downs, mostly downs. Dad was hoarding everything he could get his hands on and continued to quarrel with mother. One time she came to me with a very black eye and wanted me to square it with Dad for the way he struck her. That he did. By now she had contracted sugar diabetes and wanted special care, and that was the kind of care he gave her. That was the kind of a man she had for a husband and I for a dad. So that fall, as I was working at the sugar factory, he came after me to come back to the ranch, offered to give it to us if we would only come and take it and work it. It was the fourth time I had given up my home and gone back to take the ranch over and start the struggle of taking over. So, after the sugar factory run, we once more moved up late in the fall of 23. We were very fortunate that year, for we did very good. Lots of chicken, cream, veal, and etc. And we started on the road to success. So started our new life. We bought the place now for what seemed for good, we hoped. Although Alice was not satisfied to live up on the ranch now, but she did as I wanted. The boys were getting so they could help in the field, and Alice did lots of hard work in the field. Me and the little boys would go and get a load of hay, and Alice would handle the heavy Jackson fork, and that way we got the hay up. She would help milk the cows while the boys did what work they could do, and we got by very good. We was to pay $6,000 for the ranch. The payments we kept up very well, although I gave the payments to my mother, for Dad never gave her any, and for this... She always gave me a receipt. Our house in town burned down and I got $500 insurance, of which I bought some cows off Dad for $50 each. So went the years of 23 and 24, and so we were expecting another baby. It seemed as though they came regular and we thought that each one would be the last. Still, we never did anything to prevent their coming. 
On March the 25th, early in the morning, I called for Dr. States once more. We sent to Janie's for Mrs. Gilbert. When we got plenty of help, the baby was born, but very weak. It just gave three gasps for breath, and the doctor told me to hurry and name it, which I did with the help of Mrs. Gilbert. We named it Evans at Alice's suggestion, and he died. Very sad for us, especially for Alice. She had planned for so long, but it was one of those things we cannot control. One would think we had too many now, but not so. But we must give him up. We had had four boys and one girl. Very one-sided, but we couldn't look into the future and see what we were in for. So we buried him in my dad's lot in Franklin Cemetery and had a funeral service at the cemetery. Alice was not able to attend, but she grieved very long. So did the summer of 25 go as usual. I got some good saddle horses to ride, and Alice was with me most of the time. She would be with me in the field, and we would go for long rides in the canyon after fish and chickens or logs, wood, or whatnot, and I really enjoyed her more all the time. When we were married, there was only one knot tied to keep us together. But now there were five, for every time she had a baby, it just tied the knot tighter. Often we would pack our things on a pack horse and go for one or two nights at a time, leaving the kids in good hands, and we truly enjoyed life at its best. And so went the summer of 25. 